Okay. So this week, guys, I want to talk to you about um, calorie counting and use this live as a little bit of a calorie counting reset. Um, because a few of you mentioned in Monday's live or just in your check-in forms this week that um, you maybe have got a little bit slack with calorie counting or um, like you're not being as accurate as you want to be. Um, well, sometimes like if you've been doing it a while, it can feel like a little bit like, ugh, gotta keep doing this. Um, and I thought let's have a bit of a reset today and go through some top tips for calorie counting and you know it might refresh your memory on a few things it might reset your motivation or you know if you're fairly new to coaching you might actually learn something new from it so before we kind of get going into the facts I want you to think about why um you need why you feel like you need a reset or why you feel like you need to refocus on calorie counting. And if you get a pen and paper and you had to write down what your one biggest barrier is when it comes to calorie counting, what would it be? Um, and when I ask people this question, I'll hear things like lack of time, they get really hungry and therefore they just end up eating anything. Um, it could be that you don't know how to track social events. It could be that you got busy with the kids. Got, could be that you're impatient and you weren't getting the results you want to, stress, anything. But you need to, before you can have a bit of a reset, you need to work out why you're not doing it properly. And because if you don't know why you're not doing it properly, then you'll never do it. Like you'll never do it properly because you can't overcome those issues. Um, like a big example of this is people who try and restrict calories really low. So I work with quite a lot of clients that will say to me, oh, uh, like I used to track calories, but I didn't get on with it. So I'm a bit nervous about starting it again. And I, when I dig deeper, I realize it's because they're trying to manage on like 1,200 calories and calorie counting doesn't work for anyone on 1,200 calories. So that's a barrier. Like being too restrictive with your calories is a barrier to it being successful for you. So establish what your barrier is and hopefully throughout this live I can give you some tips on how you overcome that barrier and if you're catching up um then or listening on the podcast then pop me a message pop me a comment down below um and let me know why like what your barrier is um and if you need extra help with it then please shout because I'm always more than happy to help so <clears throat> the reason why we calorie count and why we're calorie counting in the first place and for most of the time like for the majority of you this is to lose fat this is to get to your fat loss goals to help improve your awareness with food um, and yeah get you to where you want to get to I guess the biggest thing I always and no for that to happen you need to be in a calorie deficit. So this word gets thrown around quite a lot in the fitness industry and you're like, what is a calorie deficit? It is where you consume less than what you burn in calories each day. So to lose fat, you need to roughly be in a 500 calorie deficit per day. So that means you need to burn 500 calories more than what you consume in food and you will lose fat. Um, it's not 
it's not me saying that it's scientific fact that that happens um when you're in a calorie deficit so if you're not losing fat it's because you're not in a calorie deficit um and you know people say oh like calorie counting doesn't work or um you know tried it and it doesn't work it's not that it doesn't work because all diets work all diets that create a fat calorie deficit do work but it's whether or not it works for you and it fits into your lifestyle. Um, and that's where you ha- what you have to work out. As you know, I'm a big believer in calorie counting. Like for me, I feel like it's my jam. Like I fully believe in the process. And the reason being is, is one, because it is the most accurate way to ensure you know that what you're eating is right it's not completely accurate, it's not 100% accurate, but it's the most accurate way that you can get, like, as a coach, I can't be there and watch what you're eating every day, so the calories, and you guys being accurate with your calories, helps me understand what your eating habits are like, and it helps me um, have a real picture of where you actually are, and where you might be falling down, um, So it's the most accurate way to know what you're consuming. It's also a great awareness tool because before I started calorie counting, I had no idea where I might be going wrong on certain things. Um, And um, I was shocked when I found out what some of the calories were and things. Like things that I thought were healthy or good for fat loss were like actually probably hindering my progress it's flexible and I love that it's flexible. Um, It allows you to adjust food you're eating to your life. Whereas if you're on like a set meal plan or a diet where foods are free or labeled as sins, like you start to view foods in certain ways. Whereas calorie counting allows everything. It's flexible to your life. You can eat a little bit more on one day and you can eat a little bit less on the next day. and you can adjust it to suit your lifestyle. Um, And it doesn't deem any foods as kind of good or bad. Um, And I love that as well. So as you can see guys, like I fully believe in it. Um, And I believe in it because it's worked for hundreds of women that I have worked with. Um, But for it to work for you long-term, you have to believe in it too. Like you can't be doing it because I've told you to do it. because you'll never keep it up you'll never understand why you'll never it won't help that won't help you push through in the moments where like it's tough so you have to have that belief in it that it's you have to see it as something you're choosing to do rather than something you have to do like it's not a chore um it's a way to get you to your goal so flip your mindset first and foremost if you are someone that struggles with calorie counting Um, obviously for you guys, like my, the way I work out your calories is completely personal to you. It's based on your age, your height, your weight, how many workouts you're going to do, um, your dieting history. Like for example, if someone has, um, been eating on really restrictive calories for the last five years, then I'm not just going to put them straight in on the calorie target that I think that they would be on because actually it's probably too much. 
Um, so I will always work out your calories based on what is personal to you. So trust the process. If I've given you more than what you think you should be eating, there is probably a reason for that. So trust, like trust the process is I guess my point there. Um, how do you know if the calories that you're on are working? And I always say, give yourself a three week rule. Um, so for example, if you didn't track for three days in one week, and then the week after you fully tracked, and then the week after you tracked, but there are a few things that you missed, you missed out, and you haven't lost any weight, you can't say that calorie counting doesn't work for you, because you haven't tried it. So you need to give yourself three weeks of consistently tracking your calories for you to know whether or not the calorie number that you're on is right for you. And this is really hard for me as a coach because if a client is really inconsistent, you almost have to keep going back and looking at exactly what they've been doing doing that's stopping them from progressing because it can be easy to forget you can get to check in and be like <clears throat> I've been really good this week and I haven't seen any progress and you're like you haven't seen any progress because two weeks before that you weren't tracking properly and it's consistency over time with this that makes the difference um, so always give yourself three weeks of consistency before you make any adjustments with your calories. Obviously, as your coach, I will look at that and I will manage that. But <clears throat> if you haven't been consistent, I'm not going to make adjustments because I don't know whether it's the calories you're on or whether it's your lack of consistency. Okay, must do's when calorie counting for you to see the best results. So number one, and I don't think this is going to be a surprise, but if you want to ensure your, your what you're eating is accurate, you need to make sure you're weighing out your food. Um, not in cups, not in teaspoons, not in tablespoons, in grams or milliliters. And if you are calorie tracking and you're not weighing your food, I'm not. you're not wasting your time, but you're making the process harder and slower for yourself. So you might think you're actually making things easier for yourself by not weighing, but actually what you're doing is guessing and guessing isn't necessarily gonna get you the best results. Obviously guys, there's gonna be times when you have to guess, but if you're at home and you're in control, like you want those scales to be a permanent fixture of your um, kitchen side. For example, cereal, like you, you want, if you don't, there's no point putting it in the bowl and being like, that roughly looks about 50 grams and it not being 50 grams and it's actually 100 grams and you've eaten double the amount to what you've trapped on MyFitnessPal. So make sure what you have and what you put in MyFitnessPal are consistent with each other and weigh your food because that is the most accurate thing. Like if I had to say, do anything with calorie counting, it would be weigh your food. Um... Okay, number two, remember calories over everything when you're when you're trying to lose fat. So obviously macros are key um, and calorie quality is key. Like you don't just want to be filling your calories with rubbish. Um, but don't ever go over your calories trying to hit your protein um, and don't regularly go over your calories because if you do, then you're not necessarily going to be in that calorie deficit that we spoke about at the beginning. 
Um, so calories are key. If you had to do anything else after weighing, it would be to stay within your target as much as possible for as long as possible because then you will see results. Okay, if you're new to calorie counting or if you um, have maybe got yourself in a bit of a rut with it, I always recommend just get it back to basics. Like, And this is if you're someone who struggles with time because you're always constantly on the go doing things, make your life easier for yourself by planning in advance. And I don't mean planning your food in advance. I just mean popping in what you're having in advance. So like roughly, if you know later you're having spaghetti bolognese for dinner, put it in and work the rest of your calories around that meal. Because the more you can put it in in advance, the less you're going to have to do throughout the day when you're busy and you're more likely to forget. But And also, if you put it in before you've eaten it, you know it's going to fit. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times people say to me, oh, I actually ended up getting my calories because that steak that I had was a lot more calories than what I expected. And it's like, if you'd put that in beforehand, you would have known that that was over your calories and you could have adjusted it and done something about it before you ate it. Um, so it's harsh, but it's true. Like, you're, you might think planning and putting it in takes time, but trust me, you will gain that time back throughout your day and you will be getting towards your goal at the same time. Okay, don't feel like you have to use your calorie as like, calories as like a daily goal. Um, calories can be used as a weekly goal. So what you would do is like add up your calories for seven days and then you would split them across the week as you see fit. So you might think, okay, I'm gonna have 2000 on Saturday and then I'm Saturday and Sundays because that's when I'm out for dinners a lot or I like a little bit more flexibility and I'm gonna have 1,800 Monday to Friday. As long as you end up in that weekly goal, you will still see results. So don't be afraid to manage your calories through like that weekly target. Um, The only thing I would say is don't have drastically high and low days because you will feel the effects of it the next day. So like sometimes people will say, oh, I was starving and then I ended up going over my calories. And it's like, yeah, because yesterday you only ate 1,300. So you don't really, and and your, your body is craving those calories back the next day. So you don't really want to be going really like any more than 200 under your daily allowance. Like your calories are there for a reason, guys, use them. And if you are someone that struggles to stay consistent and but you're regularly not hitting your calorie goal when you do track, then that could be a massive issue as well. So again, your calories are set as what they are because your body physically needs that much but they're still not high enough that you're going to lose um you, you know you're going to lose weight basically you, you are still going to lose weight on them so use the calories that are available to you um and i mentioned earlier about don't forgetting about don't forget about calorie quality so there's no point signing up to this process to improve your relationship with food if you're just going to learn what a calorie number is and therefore and then you're not going to know how best to fill that, that, that calorie number because at the end of the day like yeah it might make you more aware and you will have benefits but it won't physically make you healthier as a person inside if you are constantly um you are constantly filling your calories with crap 
Um, so I like to work off the 80-20 balance, which means 80% of my calories are healthy, nutritious calories. I've got my fruit and veg in there. I've got my protein. Um, I've got, um, you know, just what I need in there. And then I'll have 20% of the day where it might be something like chocolate, um, biscuits, or pastry, like it could be anything. But Try and work off that 80-20 rule and still make sure you're including like your fruit and veg because, yeah, that, like I said, there's no point trying to sign up to this process to improve your relationship with food if you go away just filling your calories with rubbish. And that kind of goes for like how you structure your day as well. So to be honest, the people that I see who have are the most consistent with calorie counting are the people that have free meals a day. Because if you're someone, and like, don't get me wrong, it doesn't work for everyone. So if you are just like a lunch and a dinner person, that is fine. But you probably will see better results if you can get yourself in a habit of eating three meals a day, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Because you everything will stay nice and stable. You will then be getting a healthy, nutritious, balanced diet across the 24 hours. Um, and your hunger levels so if you're someone who falls off track regularly because you get really hungry quite quickly and then all of a sudden you're starving and you just grab whatever and then you decide not to track it try having three meals a day because you won't get yourself to that point where you're starving because you've skipped breakfast and lunch and all of a sudden it's dinner and you haven't had anything um and then the last thing is track everything that passes your lips um and it sounds so simple but we don't do it um you know we might not track like milk that we have on our cereal or we go out for a latte and we forget about it or we have that little bit of chocolate that's left in the cupboard or that's that handful of crisps from the bag that's already open and you think that in the moment those one things aren't going to hurt and those one things aren't going to hurt occasionally but it's the mindset and it's the habit that you get yourself into that it's okay just to pick things up and eat them mindlessly and all of those small things then add up so you don't want to if it goes in your mouth put it in my fitness pal um, and be honest with my fitness pal because if you lie to it you're literally just lying to yourself and you're cheating the process for yourself um and then the last thing well no not last thing the next thing is use the tools available to you guys so everybody who signs up gets a calorie counting pack that will be in the knife and fork tab of trainerize and when you do sign up you do get overwhelmed sometimes with a lot of the information that's provided to you um and it can feel like a lot so go back even if you think you've got calorie counting nailed go back and read it through and i guarantee you there's things in there that you don't do or that you maybe did do at the start and you'd forgotten about um but the tools are there, like everything is there available for you to use, you just need to put the effort in to use it, because you can't just sign up to the coach and expect to get the results, you have to put in the work as well. Um, meal inspo, like there's thousands of recipes on the members portal, all with the calories and macros provided. Other books I recommend, like Pinch of Nom, Joe Wicks, 
Um, I hate to say it, but Slimming World recipes, some of them are quite good. Um, but those kind of recipe books are great if you're tracking calories and you like variety and changing up your dinners. Um, the restaurant guides, like if you're someone who struggles with eating out, again, the information is there, it is available to you, but you need to put the effort in to go and find it and use it. Um, so yeah, there's a whole like, whole um, a whole thing of restaurant guides on the portal. Most menus have the calories on these days. There is always something that you could make fit if you really wanted to make it work. Um, the group and me. So you guys have access to me whenever you need it. Um, and if you're not using that, then you're seriously missing a trick in this process because I'm here to help and I'm here to support you. And I've worked with hundreds of women in the same situation as to what you're in now. So if there's something you're struggling with, I guarantee you I've already helped someone overcome it. So use me, ask questions. If there's something you're not sure on when it comes to calorie counting or you don't know how to track something or you've had a bad day with tracking, let us know, let us help. And the same with the community. Like I love seeing you guys post on the community and all of you guys answer the questions. Like honestly, it's so, so nice to see. Um, but so many people sit back and suffer in silence. They don't say anything and then just fall into the background and you know, then move on to the next thing. Like, don't let that person be you because it doesn't have to be you. Um, we're all a friendly bunch. I appreciate sometimes it can be nerve wracking, um, but ask, like, no one's judging. No, everyone is on the same journey. Everyone's going through the same process. And then the last thing that I wanna end on is remember that everything is hard before it's easy. So I've calorie counted for quite a long time now and like I said to you on the Monday live, it's not something that you have to do forever, but you do have to do it. If if you want to lose fat, it's what the, the way I coach is that you do need to do it if you want to see results because it helps me help you. Um, and trust me, when I started, I wasn't I didn't find it naturally easy to count my calories, like getting my phone out and being in social events and having to put the meals in and think about it in advance. It's not something that will come naturally to you if you don't do it regularly enough. But now it's like second nature. It's weird if I don't track. And that's because I've got past that point because I put in the consistent effort until it became second nature. But if you're someone who's constantly trying and then giving up and then trying and then giving up and then trying and giving up, you will just continue in that cycle until you put the commitment in to actually and give it your rule. And like I said, it will get easier. So it will be hard initially. It won't necessarily feel natural to do it. It might feel time consuming. It might feel inconvenient. But all of those things are a small trade-off to pay for you to get towards your goals. And eventually, it won't always feel like that. And I think that's where most people struggle to get to, is that it feels like a chore and then they just give up. But if you don't give up and you keep pushing on, it won't feel like a chore forever, let me tell you. 
So that is it from me today, guys. Hopefully that's given you a little bit of inspo, some fire in your belly, a kick up the bum if you're not tracking accurately. And like, I guess I'm just gonna end on saying like, by not tracking accurately, you are making this, this process longer for yourself, you're making it harder for yourself. And you might think in the moment you're making it easier for yourself, but you're not. You're just delaying the process even more. So get in, get the fat loss done, get out and you can go away and can continue to enjoy your life. Any questions about this live or if you've caught up afterwards or if you're listening on the podcast, please let give me some feedback. Please let me know how you found it. Um, and like I said, I'm always open to any questions that you guys need around calorie counting anytime. Have a good rest of your afternoons and I will speak to you soon.